Thank you for tuning in. We are Tristan and Michael, and you are listening to Fuse, Transparent Conversations for Marriage, Family, and Relationships. We invite you to join us as we discuss perspectives that are thought about but not talked about. So tell your friends and family to check us out and connect with us on social media at Fused Marriages or join the conversation by emailing us at info at fusedmarriages.com. All right. Michael, we we getting into some stuff today. We are getting in, but before we get in, we have an announcement to make. Yes, we do. We are going to be on a station called Fused Radio. Yes. That's not a coincidence. Mm-mm. It's a station that we started, y'all. Um, but it's not just about us. That's the thing about it. But I feel so, like we should have had like some sort of drum roll or something. Well, it should there. have. Like, okay, let's let's do that again. Ready? <laughs> okay, hold on. Crowd comes after, right? Yeah, you messed up my whole okay. my whole vibe there. So yeah, but so we are at <laughs> so fusedradio.com and we're actually on Tuesdays yes. at 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. So check and, us out. And it's a little bit different. So yes. here we, we talk about uh, marriage and family and relationships. Our show is called The Conversation and we are having conversations about um, culture, about life, about things that are happening in the United States and around the world. So it's mm-hmm. it's literally from your home um, and what affects you and your community to what's going on in homes and communities globally. So it's a, it's a really it's a really fun show. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Really interesting. We, we talk about more stuff. You know, we, everybody thinks you know we we're all you know just involved with marriages, and which we are. We love it because we have a, we're passionate about it. But we have other ideas about other things that are happening. So and I think it's it's part of being a holistic human. Like obviously, yeah. you have the things that you're passionate about and that drive you and that are important to you and to all of us that should be aspects of our relationships. But there's also other things that impact us um, about, you know, what's happening um, with the the criminal justice system, what's happening in education, what's happening in the arts, what's happening, you know, in Africa or in um, England or Europe or um, any other place around the world. So all of these things, they affect us in some way, what's happening in the environment, all of that. So we, we like to get into that, into the conversations so we have Fused Radio. So make sure you guys go over there, check us out, um, subscribe on the website, FusedRadio.com. Follow. We have great broadcasters, like really amazing yeah, ones that we're going to feature here um, in the coming months. Um, so make sure that you check it out. And I want to say this too. Hey, y'all, when y'all are listening to our shows, please comment. Go ahead and subscribe. But let us know what you're thinking. We want to have a conversation with yeah, you. So when, you, when this pops up on your YouTube or on your podcast, talk back with us because we want this to be um, an ongoing dialogue. So that said, let's let's get into it. Let's jump right into it. So I'm on a little bit of my Yanla like vibe you know what i mean just yeah she mm-hmm. just i mean she's a cold-blooded woman doctor yeah, yeah mm-hmm. she's cold-blooded but this topic i mean it really i think it affects everybody mm-hmm. in different ways so whether it's you directly or your spouse or somebody that you know and the topic is family infections mm. okay like okay family infections right all right so people may have some ideas okay what you know family infections what is that about what what are we talking about so we you know you're talking about when you get an infection you know an idea or example rather an infection could be a divorce mm-hmm. you know what i mean somebody could actually have lost a child mm-hmm. somebody could deal with abuse mm-hmm. somebody could have had you know what a parent that you know what that maybe abandoned them okay so we're talking about those type of issues right when we say if infection is like, okay, how do you know you have an infection? Right. Mm-hmm. That's the, that's the question I had to answer, ask myself, how do I know if I have an infection? 
typically, you know what, because we all get cut and get different things happen to us, whatever. You know, I put band-aids on and it heals up and we're fine. Yeah. But we know we get an infection when we get we have to get a fever. Mm-hmm. Right. So you can have a cut and you think it's healed, but you get a fever because it got infected. So if you have an issue that you think you've dealt with and you get a fever after the fact or it still bothers you to the point where, you know what, you get distraught or have some thoughts about whatever and it, it challenges you in that moment, you might have an infection that you have to deal with. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Let's, mm-hmm. you, you, go in, you jump right yeah, in. Deep okay, so pool. we are talking about family infections. So these are things that have happened in our family that have gone unaddressed. Yep. And are now um, causing more um, some some negativity in our lives, in in our physical or emotional or spiritual or mental health, yep. because we have not addressed some 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 things that might have started out as a pain or as a wound, but have now really just taken over in our body and have metastasized into something on, even now. even worse. Use them big SAT words. SAT was a long time ago. <laughs> they, people still taking it right now. I don't. I I like the word of the day. So that's good. Okay. Okay. So so we we have introduced this kind of idea of yeah. something happening in your world in your life that has now influenced or affected you to the point where it's everything is now being influenced by this by this infection. Because that's what happens. It's like you you might start Spirit off as is, a right? cut and then it goes up your arm, and now you know you're you're looking at different kinds of surgery or something has influenced and come into your bloodline, yeah. all of that. So so when it comes to the family, that one infection can it goes beyond you, right? Yeah. It goes to your kids, to aunts, uncles, other family members because you haven't really dealt with the issue. So let, let's jump into that conversation. All yeah. right. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm just going to start off with a little quick story. Actually, it's a real life story that actually I was talking about it with my dad and he was telling me about his grandfather. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, my dad does a lot of research on ancestor ancestry and just kind of really understanding what the family dynamics were back then and trying to connect all the pieces. Right. He just real big into that. Well, he's talking about his grandfather and he says grandfather had lost some land, had got land, mm-hmm. probably like 80 acres. But somehow he was trying to figure out what happened to the 80 acres. So he found out that, you know what, this grandfather, his wife, he lost his wife and he lost his uh, his his mother all in the same year. Mm. And he had four kids and he didn't know what he basically went to a, in a shell space of like not knowing what to do. Mm-hmm. So he ended up sending the kids off to different family members across the state of Texas, Dallas, Waco, this, that and the other. And he ended up becoming an alcoholic. And losing this land. And like, we wonder, right? And we were thinking like, man, okay, why come our family can't get over that hump? Or, you know what I mean? And the issues are like, we're trying to figure out what what happened, what's going on. And could it be that that infection started, right, with him, passed on to his kids. His kids had kids. You know, they got, they felt abandoned, right? Their dad basically left them, right? Mm -hmm. Set them off to, you know, other family members. Cause he couldn't deal with the pressure and stress yeah. and it just kept, it just kept going on. And the infection, yeah, people say they heal, they're over it, but there may be, they may not be. Mm-hmm. And there's an infection in the family of what has happened to, okay, why come we can't produce to the certain level we think we should be able to produce to. Yeah. That's a, there's a lot in that story because you're talking about dealing with grief I think that there's kind of an, an infection because mm-hmm. we're going to use that word today. There's an infection aspect to that 
because some of us don't know what to do with our grief. We don't know what to do with, with the hurt. So some of us lash out and that, that can be something that brings on an infection because now your kids and your spouse are getting this, the brunt of you not knowing how to manage your emotions. And that can be challenging depending on how, how, what brought those about. Like some of it's not just overreacting. Some of it is truly, I, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to handle this. I don't, I'm struggling. And then others might bury their emotions, which is just as detrimental because then the, you start distancing yourself and you um, you stop connecting um, and you stop wanting to be around people or do activities. So I think that there's a lot to be said for um, for, for how we manage grief, particularly, and I want to say this, particularly in um, minority communities, because in minority mm-hmm. communities, um, we have a lot of interconnected like family dynamics and we are at higher risk for certain diseases, certain stress-related diseases. And that is particularly um, important for, and it's both important for both men and women, but on the spectrum, men are the ones that tend not to even address it. Like a lot of us, we might consider, okay, I'm going to go to therapy. I'm going to talk this out. I'm going to talk to a girlfriend. I'm going to start journaling. A lot of black and Latino men, they just going to stuff it down. And then they, then they're responding to their wife or to their sons or to their daughters with this kind of like, Hey, I don't deal with my emotions. I can't handle yours. This is not how we act. And then that's when I, I've talked about it in a, a previous show, but that's when you get that kind of toxic masculinity yeah. because you don't know how to handle you. So you don't know how to, to teach other people how to handle them. And then they don't know how to handle themselves. And then they just operate. It's like this cycle where you're just operating in um, repressed pain, yeah. just getting through your day. Um, so I think that that's something that you that you just brought up that I think is really um, an interesting concept of how pain can be something that can be an infection that we're passing down from generation to generation and how we're distancing ourselves from friends. Because like we said on the show, we talk about our own stuff. And I know one yeah. of the things for me is I really have a hard time reaching out in the middle of pain. But there is something to be said for showing your scars. Say like, yeah. hey, this is... This is real life. This is what it is. I think um, we've heard before, like, oh, man, we want a marriage like y'all. And we're like, do you know what we have gone through and right. continue to work through? Like, it's it's just not easy. And there are people that we look at that we're like, oh, man, they've, yep. they're awesome. They've got it together. And I'm sure they would say the same to us. Like, Tristan and Michael, this is we didn't wake up like this. You right. know, this was not that easy. So I think talking about these kinds of things, how we deal with the infections in our life, the things that are affecting our children, that are affecting us, that are keeping us emotionally distant or mentally in, in captivity, that that is the thing that we need to be addressed. It's kind of like the thing you avoid is the thing that you need to be focusing on because mm-hmm. nobody wants to think about pain. Nobody wants to talk about pain. But that's the very thing that you need to talk about to progress. Yeah, I think, I mean, yeah, if, if, if you kind of put it all in a, in a nutshell, like, you know what, if you're going to, if you have an infection, we're going to give some examples of what that looks like. If you have an infection, at least you have some questions in your mind. But in order to deal with it, we're going to give you the answer right now without having any way to the end. It's like, you have to talk about it. I think Tristan said it best. Like, you have to talk about it with somebody mm-hmm. to really get that thing worked out, right? A lot of times we get accustomed to, living in a painful situation and like and think that's normal mm. so like you know what i mean if in this case you say my my, my great grand great grandfather you know had this issue or whatever and like you know let's say he lived in poverty and then i lived in poverty my little kid lived in poverty it's like 
That's normal then. Mm-hmm. Right? Not knowing saying, okay, hold on. We come from something else. Mm-hmm. Now, what happened along the way to get us off that something else, right? Now mm-hmm. something is embedded in me to think that this is normal and it's not. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you got to either, you got to talk to somebody and say, hey, you know what? I don't know if you should be thinking like that. Mm-hmm. You should be thinking bigger than that. You should be, you know, seeing yourself different than that. You should be talking to yourself different than that. Mm-hmm. And it's like a lot of times we don't do that, right? We, mm-hmm. we, we get accustomed to a situation or a life. And thinking that, okay, all that is, is cool and normal. And it's not because we, we should in our minds, be, well, in our minds, we should be in our minds be thinking living above, but like in our minds, we think we're living below that. There's so much to this. So this could take, this could be multi-series, but there's something to be said for learning our history. And I'm, I'm talking from an academic standpoint, um, particularly black history is not taught in schools as part of the curriculum. It's mm-hmm. in college possibly an elective depending on the school that you go to um in when you're um a student in high school and elementary school for for black students you hear about martin luther king you hear about malcolm x and you hear about slavery and you think uh, growing up that that is and even slavery like you don't even really hear a lot of truth about what what happened what really happened like seeing a couple pictures doesn't describe it and then seeing a couple marches doesn't describe it so you you what you end up doing to our students to ourselves to our community is we say okay well this is the totality of who we are because we don't have records that say oh well this is our bloodline from africa or you know this is even even a lot of latinos like okay this is what happened or caribbean this is what happened you don't have that that's not even taught you are taught Anglo-Saxon history, European history, you're taught British literature. And so you miss so much of who we are. So then we kind of are living in this constant sense of identity crisis. Like you were saying, like, we don't have a lot of connection to who we really are. And so we subscribe to, you know, a few chapters in a textbook one year in high school, you know? And so I, I bring all that to say that that's part of the infection is not recognizing. And this is this is true, even of people that are adopted or foster home, like you are still important. You still come from a lineage of people that that are valuable and that have a contribution. And so I think that there is, hey, if you didn't have a, a certain parent in your life, we all have to step up and start doing some mentorship, start investing, because there are kids right now that are lost and living in a lost place. There are adults right now that just kind of need a friend to talk through this. Like, yeah, you grew up in a fostering environment or you didn't have a parent there. Like you said in the beginning of the show, you're not over it just because it's in the past. Like you still need to talk through some of that. So um, one of the issues that you brought up, Michael, was as infection, which I kind of thought were interesting. You brought up like um, divorce as, as an infection. You mm-hmm. brought up some like relationship trauma as an infection. Kind of talk me through how you see those particular things as infections and how do we go about talking or really talking that out? Yeah, I mean, I think some people have gone through some traumatic things, mm-hmm. whether it's divorce whether it's, you know, if you're a single parent trying to raise a raise a kid by yourself. Yeah. Um, whether, you know, if you're the kid aspect of it and you have a parent that you only see so often or you don't see him at all. Right. Or I know some some people, you know what, they don't know who their daddy is. Yeah. Right. They know a name. That's real. But they never met their daddy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like and to say for people to say like, OK, you know what? Oh, no, I don't. I'm good. I'm, it doesn't bother me. They lying. 
they not being truthful with really how deep that's affecting that that is so that has to be so painful that you can kind of live you can live beyond it right and live past it but it's affecting who you are and who you think you can be mm-hmm. right then it's then it, it doesn't stop there it's affecting how you relate to other people because you can't say you go through something traumatic and you have an infection how you know an infection if i bring up a topic you know what and you all of a sudden you get a little warm on the collar if you don't say nothing Warm under the collar, and that's when you say you get hot, mm-hmm. starting to sweat, like right warm. around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, warm under the collar, get a little so hot under the collar. Red. Yeah, so your face get hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean, that's, that's you got an infection, mm-hmm. and like I think like the some of the signs is like you know what I mean is how you are talking, mm-hmm. right, and how you are talking in your language, how you talking to yourself. Yeah, Ooh, you know jump I mean? into that. Jump into that. How yeah. you are talking to yourself. Yeah, so, you know, I guess we believe, we try to subscribe, you know, we're not perfect in any shape, for, you know, stretch of imagination, but it's like we try to talk to ourselves in a certain way that's like, man, we're trying to have, I've got to talk myself up Yeah. when I'm going through. Mm-hmm. I go through like everybody else go through. You go through like everybody go through. You know yeah. what I mean? We're trying to talk ourselves up in a way that's like, okay, I can get through it. Yeah. And, and everybody's not doing that. Well, I think it's interesting, too, because if you watch a lot of sports, and if you watch sports, you will see – teams talk their team up like and you'll see coaches like y'all are the best in the country y'all can y'all gonna go out here y'all gonna kill it and you kind of need that from your partner too you need hey tristan you got it you can make it through this whatever that that this is and the same for hey michael come on now we we gonna make it through we gonna make it happen we've got we've got these things that we have these goals these initiatives but you also it's great to have partners do that but you have to do that for yourself in some in some sense you have to say okay tristan Ooh, yesterday was rough. What are we gonna do today? What what we gonna what we what we have on our schedule today? Because that self talk is so critical. Because it's you know the old Joyce Meyer book. If any of you have read it, it's called The Battlefield Is in the Mind, and yeah. that applies just from a spiritual perspective to just um, a, a psychological and science perspective. The battlefield is in the mind, and if we can get our minds to under control like okay no no no, i'm not gonna think these thoughts i'm not gonna tell myself these things man we could achieve we could achieve so much we really could because it's the same thing we do with our kids right Right. like hey no no no, don't say that like oh if you if you ever hear a a kid say i'm stupid you say no 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 no. don't say that don't don't and and i'm big on that don't speak that on yourself don't speak that i say that all the time because because words are so powerful even the words that you say to you i had a friend one time when i was growing up that she had um stickies on her mirror Mm -hmm. so that when she woke up she would see these stickies so that she could read to herself about herself and i started you know years ago kind of doing affirmations and speaking affirmations over my kids and speaking affirmation over my husband because those words carry so much weight um, because they can heal an infection like you yeah. like is the whole the whole conversation your words can heal that infection yeah no we just when you're talking about just the, like talking to yourself it's like we were listening to uh Brene Brown it's like I think she gave the example of like you should talk to yourself like how you talk to your kids when they have done something wrong or you're trying to basically uplift them hmm. it's like that's the mentality you should have of like okay you don't talk to kids. I can't believe you did that. I can't hate. You know what? Shame on you. I'm like, oh, my God. You know what I mean? You don't talk to your kids like that. Most of us don't. Y'all better not be. Y'all better not. Y'all better not be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but you should talk to your kids. Like, you know, me should talk to yourself. Like, talk to It's like, hey, it's you okay. know what? It's, it's going to be all right. Yeah. You know what? You got this. It's okay. Come on. We're going we gonna to make sure we get through this. 
And I think it's interesting because so many of us, somewhere along the way, we lose that. Yeah. Where we don't talk to ourselves like that. And it could happen in adolescence. I'm not sure. But there is this, like, turning point where you don't think that you're okay anymore. Like, yeah. he's like, man, I messed up my diet. Or, man, like, I, I messed up in that meeting. I'm, I'm so stupid. Like, why couldn't I have gotten that right? How did I stumble over my words? How did I right. mess this thing up again? Or, you know, I made that same mistake again. And so being gracious with us, with our own bodies with our own self and that's hard i can speak at least from my perspective sometimes you just look at yourself and you're like what what am i doing like what did i do how did i end up in this spot in this area why and and you and i i can sometimes not be so kind to tristan and i don't know if there's anybody else out there i talk for myself but sometimes it is hard when you have expectations when you're like man i should be here i should be doing this this was supposed to happen. This didn't happen. If I had done da, 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 this is what would have happened. And then I wouldn't be in whatever predicament I'm in or be farther along or not as far in this, whatever your case is. But I know that sometimes that's a, that's a challenge to know, man. Okay. Whew, let's breathe through that. Yeah. Let's keep it moving. All right. What are we going to do differently the next time versus like, stabbing ourselves in the front and in the back for what we didn't get right. And I want to say, because you mentioned this a little bit ago, it's not even just for people that had an absent parent. Like you could be somebody that had a parent there and you didn't feel connected or you didn't get what you needed. You could be somebody like that um, had an abortion or put up a child for an adoption. And you can feel that sense of like that weight, like, man, I, I, I messed up or I did something wrong. And that, you know, look, we are the most non-judgmental, like, we good, okay? But you have to reconcile that within yourself. You have to. And that, and you have to do that not by ignoring it, not by being like, it was a long time ago, why do we have to talk about this? You have to talk about it because it's still affecting you and infecting you. It's still um, it's still something that, that is defining that we really have to, to discuss, really work through. No, absolutely. Um, I think, like you said, that language is... is the first kind of sign of like, if you, if you have an infection or not, you got to figure out, okay, what am I saying and how is it affecting me? Mm-hmm. Right. And I think the next thing, how, you know, infection potentially is there and you may not know it is how you think what's possible. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You like, if you, if your mind is blocked in the aspect, okay, you know what? I can't do that. And you don't realize, like, okay, why, why you say that? Mm-hmm. Well, something probably happened a while back or somebody told you something that you have the ability of doing or not doing and planted that seed in you. And now that's an infection to say, you know what? It put a limit on who you think you can be. Yeah. And, uh, you know, our schools and people that talk to our kids are so important because, like, they can speak life or death into them. Listen, okay, so I wasn't sure if I was going to say this. Yeah. You were just talking, and I was like, I'm, you know what? I got a story. And then you said that, so yeah. it was a confirmation. So Come we on. have a friend. And I'm not going to put anybody's name out there because I need permission to share people's personal info. Mm-hmm. But we have a friend who I consider a dear friend has a beautiful daughter that's an amazing genius. And recently she was in school. She's doing the home, the school um, away from school. So the home uh, virtual school, because we're still in COVID and she's working hard on her schoolwork, working hard, trying to make sure she makes A's. I mean, this kid, amazing genius, like really incredible, incredible, incredible kid, incredible mom. Okay. They have a story all their own. One day we might have them on. Um, we're going to have them either on the conversation or we'll have them right here. Um, but, 
um, she did this paper. The rest of the class didn't do as well on on their on their work, and the the class said she well she must have cheated. And the teacher, this is on virtual learning, said yeah the kids at at home are probably cheating. Mm. That broke Shame. this little girl down to where she said it could bring me to tears. Where she said I don't I don't even I don't want to do well on my tests anymore. That's crazy. Isn't that that and that's but that's what I when you brought up the education thing, like um I know the same um Brene Brown we were listening to um earlier, um, she said, you know, you have to keep in mind as a parent, you're not the only one raising your child. There are other people that are influencing nope. that are in their ear. So it's important for us as parents because some of this stuff that we're dealing with today as as adults started way back when we were kids in school. I remember being told myself, like I would never in in school and my mom Y'all ever meet my mom? She lit up the school. But I was told you will never, you'll never graduate. You'll never be anything. Mm. You're gonna be before you get. This is by a teacher. Yeah, you won't. You're not gonna be anything with your life. I'm 15, 16, maybe. And so, and this little girl, same kind of being discouraged, and, and her mom is working to build her up and just beautiful kids. But I bring that up because we have to be so vigilant with what our kids hear and what they see. And sometimes, you know, we make mistakes. We don't, we don't address everything. It might be something that we do or that we say, but just making sure that we are alert so that we can be speaking life into our kids because they're not getting life spoken into them everywhere. They're not getting encouraged to be excellent and to be amazing. And they're being told how important they are and what their contribution is. And that's the same thing that we have to do for ourselves, just like what we would do for our children, just like I would do for that little girl, or I would do for my own kids, looking in the mirror and saying, Tristan, you are excellent. You are awesome. You are doing what you are supposed to do. You are doing what you are called and created to do. You might not be where you want to be, but you're on the right path. You're on the right road and you'll get there in the right time when you're supposed to. And and making sure that we're saying those things, even with our brokenness, even with our scars and with our wounds and with the different things that have affected and infected and influenced our life talking and speaking life over that. It's just like pulling out that splinter. You know, it's, it really, it really is healing. No, absolutely. It's like, uh, I mean, I think us as parents, that's a big responsibility, right? Of understanding who is speaking something to our kids, right? We don't want them to get and have an issue or get an infection because of somebody else, mm-hmm. right? That's like the worst of the worst. But I, to me, just kind of just pivoting this a little bit on the same talk about the kids. It's like the worst thing I think about an infection is when it starts spilling over into your kids. Yeah. I'm talk the parent mm-hmm. and I have an issue and my issue spills over into them. Okay. Let's go deeper. Dive into that. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I I have, I have financial issues, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I'm struggling trying to figure out, you know, not being able to balance my checkbook or whatever. Do we have checkbooks still? Probably debit cards. Nobody has no checkbook, really. Few people do. We have business. You have a business checkbook. Some people, business. If you got financial issues, you probably ain't got no business. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying. Well, I mean, you could be working towards something. Anyway, get along with your your experience. I just thought about checkbook, balance check, but balancing your account. You know what I mean? Like That's better. That's better. And like some people just have a struggle with it, right? It came from a, you know, they didn't learn it, didn't know about it, whatever. And that issue or that infection get passed on to their kid. And the kid is like, why come I don't know? Why come mm. I can't figure it out? You know what I mean? Ooh. Why come I didn't go to college or whatever? They, you know, their parents stopped, you know, dropped out of high school. and never mm. really pushed them to go beyond, you know, just, hey, just go get, you know, 12th grade and go to work. Mm-hmm. But, and to me, that's an infection of the mind and of like that mentality of saying, okay, hold on. There's something here. This, you're putting a, a limit on yourself. And it came from a parent and you don't even know it. 
Mm-hmm. And I think us as parents, we got to think about like, okay, hold on. What have, have I dealt with, whether it's abuse, whether it's just somebody abandoned me or whether it's a divorce, whether it's being a single parent, making sure that we don't pass that on to our kids. Mm-hmm. We got And how do you not, how do you do that? You got to talk about it with them. Mm-hmm. Hey, here's what I went through. Yeah, I don't want real. you. I don't want you to repeat what I went through. That's real. Now you can make your own choice. You know, you're an adult now, but I want you to know the story of what I went through, so you can learn from it. Mm-hmm. A lot of times we don't do that. We don't talk about it like that. That's with awesome. especially when our kids get. I understand you're not talking about when they're you know 10, 11, but at some point they get a certain age. Like, hey, I have to do that with mine. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I've been through some stuff with you know we broken families, broken homes. I say, hey, you know what? I don't want you to be that. Mm-hmm. You know what? Here's what here's the mistakes that I made. I don't want you to repeat that. Now you got to make your own choice on this, but I want you to repeat it. So, and I I had to be intentional about that because I'm like, hold on, I don't want I don't want no cycle to be started because of something that a mistake I made. Mm. That's that's real talk. Starting cycles, like we we talk a lot about breaking cycles. Yeah. Like oh, I'm gonna break that generational curse, or I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna close that door, you know. And but you can't really close it if you're not addressing stuff, you know. Like then you're just basically pushing things back, pushing things in the closet because somebody's gonna open that door and it's gonna still be there. It's not gonna Ooh, be dealt with. Tell it. So I think that that's a really um like really really yeah. important thing is having the conversations about our own weaknesses, our own brokenness. Showing our kids our scars and obviously being discerning, like don't don't do it when they're seven, but really having the conversation with them. This is what happened to me. This is what I'm experiencing. This is what I went through. So you don't have to go through it. Absolutely. That's critical. That's critical. So. Man, we, we jumped one. into a lot today. Thank you for joining us. Make sure that you connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at FuseMarriages.com. We appreciate you for being here. Let's talk about it. You're listening to Fuse with Tristan and Michael.